0: Hello, Master. It's been a while. We are off on an adventure! This is good. When it gets strange like this, it's a good thing. For what it's worth, I've got a good feeling about this. Trust me, Hera. I'm excited. This is my excited face.
1: Get ready to be impressed!
0: You ready to be impressed, Tam?
1: I'm completely ready. hey everyone you're listening to geeky bubble part of the star wars escape pods network i am your host jonah marie and with me is the first order technician to my first order technician my mom maria i'm not matt the technician oh yes you are matt the technician yes
0: (laughs) that was so
1: she hadn't seen that before no i had not so I had to show it to her because that's that was the inspiration behind their wardrobe this week in Station to Station. That, that, that's a, that, that was funny. That's that good that, yeah. yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Speaking of Station to Station. Station! Station! That's right. If you haven't seen Bill and Ted's Excellent, excellent Adventures. Adventure, please do <laughs> it's it's worth it especially when they get to the part where they die oh. and they have to deal with death, death and they have to find a way to get back to being alive and it's just so good that yeah. sequence is uh. nothing nothing else compares nope 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 <laughs> And as you can tell, I'm sick again. Oh yeah. So fun times. <laughs> yeah, you need
0: to find something to boost your immune
1: system. I know, that's the thing. And I keep forgetting to, you know, get airborne or emergency and stuff. Get some gloves so you can Yes, I need gloves because I communicate with a lot of students and they're always sick and stuff. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of the episode, we find that Jace Rucklin is a jerk
0: yeah <laughs> you know we 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 we, we were we, holding up yeah, for him though. you know we 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 were trying to see you know for him to get to the finish line a good guy, but no, no no. And I'm sad. Oh, uh, mommy! You can't. <laughs> what? Sorry. What? I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry, mommy. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it slipped. It, it, at least it wasn't one worse than that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but he did give me the impression that unfortunately we won't see him go to the the good side. No, because. I remember Hope brought this up in a past email and she said, so we either might see him turn back before Tim or he's going to buckle down and actually become that guy. And it looks like it's that that option that he chose. And he actually kind of reminds me of, you still haven't read this novel, but Lost Stars, there's a character in it called Nash Windrider. How cool of a name is mm-hmm, that? that? Windr- Windrider. Windrider. It's yeah. like it's up there with Luke Skywalker. Nash Windrider. imagine introducing awesome. yourself like it's that. Awesome. <laughs> but anyway, Nash Windrider was someone who was born on Alderaan and he was recruited for the Empire, or he enlisted, I forget which one, and when the planet was destroyed later on, he witnessed his own home being destroyed. And instead of reasoning and seeing how the empire isn't a good thing, he buckled down and said, You know, that was for the best. Wow. Yeah. And he became this fanatical type of character, if I remember correctly. I don't know if if they brought him up in any other stories, but that was how it turned out for him in that novel. And so, yeah, I get that kind of vibe from Ruckland. From mm-hmm.
0: Ruckland, yeah. When 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 Cass told him what they were doing there, and he just dismissed all those people dying, people who he spent time with, right? People who he knows. Like, there were nothing.
1: Yeah, and he also called them low class Class ruffians ruffians earlier. What the heck were you? I know, you were a low class ruffian. Ruffian. You know, (laughs)
0: like, remember where you came
1: from. Seriously. (laughs) And that's interesting, actually, you know, at least for us, and and, uh, other people might experience this too. We're Latinas, you know, we're Puerto Rican and other things mixed in. But when we see one of our own get to that place where yeah. they've made it, they they represent us up there where they are, but then they kind of forget where they came, came from. from. It's a it's a disappointing <laughs> yeah, thing it to is. see when when people forget
0: where they came from. It's great that you go up and you better yourself. When we say, you know, remember where you came from, it doesn't mean that you have to go back and, and and be that person again. Because the whole idea of growing is to become something better. Right. You know? It's just But not a snob. <laughs> exactly. It's just the fact that, you know, don't look at those left behind as less than Inferior. you. Yeah. Just because you made it out. Mm-hmm. They're not less than you. They just didn't have the the opportunities you have. One of the things that that I grew up listening to was not everybody can be a doctor. That's true. (laughs) You know? And, And it is true. Just... Make sure that you treat them with respect and dignity because they deserve it. Exactly. And that moment when he just called them ruffians, like, and dismissed them. Heck, boy, that's what you wear. You wear one of them.
1: Yeah. And I get the impression that Tam obviously doesn't see them that
0: way. No, Tam, and this is what I was waiting for. I was waiting for her anger to take a backseat. Yes. She was. Disappointed on the fact that she was had to do something that didn't feel right because she was helping them escape and steal something, which is not a good thing, you know? But she wasn't angry. This is what I was waiting for. Because this is what tells me that there's still hope for her. Of course, yeah.
1: And it's sad because in a previous episode with Vanessa... Vanessa Doza, when she was holding Tam as a human shield, and Rucklin was put in the position to shoot and potentially hurt Tam in the process, he didn't take that chance. And Vanessa said something along the lines of, "There's still hope, hope for, for you, you yet. yet," and that's the disappointing part because he did show it, but now he's just choosing to ignore it in the in the pursuit of climbing the
0: ranks. I also think that at the moment when he chose not to shoot Tam, mm-hmm. while being, and this is this is true of a lot of things. You know, we 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 tend to confuse certain actions of people as coming from a good place. Oh, good But don't necessarily they are. Yeah. We have to understand that Tam is his partner. Right. So while he is trying to become first order material and he's trying to have a competition with her as to who's going to get where first, she's still a camera, you know, Mm. and she had... In the past, in other episodes, him. save him. Yes. So, so there's still a small relationship there, there going yeah. on. Him not wanting to show her that didn't necessarily meant that he has the chance of becoming a better person. Right. It's just that the relationship that they have made him have a hesitate. second to hesitate yeah. at that moment. And that tends to happen a lot. We confuse, confuse things. Yeah. We we project our own hopes and feelings and, and needs yeah. in, in others. So
1: That's true. And I bet had it been anyone else that he didn't have, have that a, connection with He would have shot. Yeah. Good point. Very good, mommy. Yeah,
0: I know. you are an awesome co host. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I and you know what, that, that Baby Yoda in there is, is distracting me. Yeah, no, I have
1: a Baby Yoda. Maybe thanks to Candace who sent me a crochet version of Baby Yoda, because it's just super adorable. And
0: she has it in the corner there, and I, it's an in a direct line of my vision here. <laughs> and I keep talking and looking at it, and he's looking at me with those big black eyes. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's... Uh, you're being inspired, your wisdom is coming from baby yeah. Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yes It was interesting too How When they were given This mission To go off to The Titan I think it was called How it was the same model As the Colossus Colossus. And in the the back of my mind I thought Oh it's the evil Colossus
0: (laughs) Yeah It's the evil version And it sort of Looked like it Because it looks so pristine And so new And somewhat like grayish. Yeah It was (laughs) It it, it was very evil
1: (laughs) Uh, The evil twin And it's interesting Because that's essentially what the Colossus would have become had it been taken over by the First Order. Yeah. It would have been all of the things that make it so unique and just oh, the wear and tear. Yeah. The, the years that have passed by would not be there because they'd yeah. be replaced. And it, it'll be what Tam had mentioned in the episode where she said it feels so cold, cold and sterile. sterile. Yeah. Like, like a hospital, yeah. essentially. Yeah. <laughs> And so we find out that Niku and Kaz have infiltrated to get the transbinary reflector for the Colossus because apparently, if they don't get this in time, the Colossus can go into a radioactive state and kill everyone. And I thought, oh my God, what? Yeah.
0: And my question is they're taking one of those things. From the Titan, wouldn't the Titan be the same Well, it looked like there was three of
1: them. Them. So I guess the Titan will be okay. Maybe they have some on reserve as well. Uh, so they would eventually replace it. But now I'm worried for the Colossus because they only have the one that they took. I guess eventually they'll g- they're will they going to need it. And here's my question to you, mommy: Do you think the Colossus is actually going to survive the second season? Do you think it's going to be one of those moments where this ship that people really love, have come to love... Might actually be sent off to be destroyed in some way because it's sought after by the first order and sacrificed. I don't know.
0: I, I, I'm hoping it doesn't. Uh huh. Because we know that the colossus arrived at the system shortly after our rebels, our resistance from the movie, uh-huh. had left the area. Right. So I'm hoping that. They end up sort of like catching up, you know, like, yes. you, you know what I'm saying? No, and, what and, and that the Colossus becomes one of the tools for them to rebuild the whole fleet that they great, have lost
1: great it's funny mommy you're <laughs> you're actually talking about episodes that are to come <laughs> oh okay yes yes there's actually a, uh, an episode description where they talk about rebuilding the resistance
0: oh my god and i don't even read i yeah, know exactly, that exactly. That's awesome. you're touching Woo! on territory I, I, i'm channeling <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's the thing where i i and again i love this show i'm going to miss it when it's gone it's funny it's so endearing but at the same time with this second season I wish they would have focused more on the rebuilding the resistance trying to get in touch with those random resistance cells that Pyre had mentioned in this episode because I think they relied too much on the fact that the Colossus is so old and I needed to find ways to repair it and get this and get that. Every week was a to-do list of errands. Yeah, <laughs> And I kind of wish that that wasn't so focused on, that that wasn't the mar- their main focus and that it was more about finding others of the resistance and try to get in touch with them see what they can do on their part and try to grab intel all the things that kaz was supposed to to do do. as a spy yeah I, i was hoping to see that stuff and again like what you mentioned about expectations and stuff you just gotta take it for what it is and it's funny mommy i actually took that advice for the rise of skywalker i went in with no expectations. Just let it be what it's supposed to be. And I came out loving that freaking movie. <laughs>
0: that it, 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 It's the best way to watch. Look, I'm not saying don't nitpick, don't criticize. Oh, because no. If, if that if, if, if that's what you want to do, great. But that first time... Just watch it for what it is. Yeah. Enjoy it. Then the second time, you can start analyzing. And right. You can start doing whatever you need to do. Right. But that first time, that reaction that you are going to project out there to the world, let it be natural. Enjoy it. Don't go with those expectations. Don't, don't start thinking or analyzing. Just enjoy the entertainment. It's funny because that's actually one of the things that Started making
1: me think about expectations was when the Ahsoka novel came out a few years ago. And I thought, oh man, we're gonna get Siege of Mandalore, we're gonna see her start things uh things that I really wanted want to yes. see happen. I get the novel, I read it, and I thought what? (laughs) Since then, obviously, my perspective on the book has changed because I should not have placed those expectations. I shouldn't have clinged on to them as I did when I went into that book because I was... Irresponsible of me, really, to do so. Sometimes I'm good at it. Sometimes I'm not. It's hard. It's a very. It's a it's conscious a, it's decision hard because, you have to y- make. Yes, it is, and, and, it's, and it's just like it's just like what Dave said about the the whole
0: good and bad, bad thing. thing. Yeah, it's 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 a constant choice you have to make. Every step you take, every decision you make, is a choice. In life, we don't have the choices we may want, but we do have choices. There has to be a conscious, systematic way of you of thinking and making the decisions that are going to lead you to the right choice at that moment. Right. And it's work. It's a lot of it work. Is. It is. A lot of mental work. It's easy. It's easy being bad. It's easy being irresponsible. You don't have to think about it. And the the thing is that, that the repercussions are worse. Because they're bad. But it's easy in the moment. It's the easiest thing. It's the easiest way to go. It's harder to choose the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. The right path. And the repercussions are better, but they're long way ahead of you. Yeah. You don't see it. And that's why it's so difficult for you to keep... And you have to keep doing it. Yeah. Every single day, every moment of your life, you have to keep thinking. You right. have to keep... It's not an easy path. It's not. Trust me. It's not because there are times <laughs> where I'm like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in
1: this with a clean slate, open minded, and there are other times where I'm like, no, I have expectations. They need to be met. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and again, it's a constant choice. Choice, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I decided to take your your advice. Mommy. I'm glad. I'm glad, my so daughter. So I look forward to when you watch it because I, I want, I really want to be there when you watch it so I can look at you. <laughs> And see your reaction. <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> but anyway, we we see General Hux oh, in yeah. person. And the last time we saw General Hux in Star Wars Resistance, he was yelling like Whoa, a Like a, like crazy, a crazy man. man <laughs> and blowing
0: up planets.
1: Blowing up planets. And one of those planets was Kaz's home. Yeah. So here here we are with Kaz looking at the man who destroyed his home face to face. And at one point, he turns around the elevator and he looks like he's going to tell him something. Had they not been interrupted by my gorgeous Commander Pyre, do you, what do you
0: think? Would have happened in that moment. I'm hoping that Cass would have been smart enough to catch himself before saying something stupid. And instead just handed the tablet. Here you go. Right. I don't need to help you anymore. You're where you're supposed to be. Right. Choose your battles. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of those moments where you don't know which choice is gonna be taken yeah which which road is gonna be walked it's interesting because we haven't seen Kaz at
1: least I don't recall a situation in which Kaz is angry
0: and reacts Uh, uh, on that anger
1: like in a physical way. Because we have seen him angry. There was that one time where he was frustrated with with what was going on and and he bangs on Yeager's counter or whatever it was in his his office. But we haven't seen him like really act on that
0: anger. We we saw it in Tam. She got angry and she made the worst choice that she could have made because we know the type of person that she could be. The potential that she has right but with Cass, we haven't seen that right we haven't seen him making the choice the wrong choice in allowing his emotions to take to over to cable or take over
1: yeah that would have been interesting i was wondering whether that would have happened yeah
0: in the elevator,
1: yeah. which was, again, what you said, it would have been a very stupid thing to do because there were two storm stormtroopers there, right there yeah, with their guns already aiming at him.
0: I'm of the optimistic side that I think that if Commander Pyre had not been on the other side, when that door opened, he would have just handed... At that moment when he turned and the door opened, it would have been the split second that made him realize... This is not the right place. Right, and just handed the tablet, saying, "Here, you you are where you're supposed to be," and left. Yeah, because
1: it, Hux was talking about how if a station can't be converted in, for the first order means or something to that effect, then it must be destroyed. destroyed. And the Colossus is his only home now. Yeah. So for him to hear that after knowing that this guy was behind his home being destroyed, yeah, it, and you saw his fist clench. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. But then Goldie appears. Yes. Goldie appears. (laughs) Mommy, I want you to confirm that it says
0: in capital letters. Commander Pyre, my husband. Yes. In my (laughs) notes.
1: In my notes. That's what it says. And it's true. He is.
0: <laughs> yeah, she sleeps with that guy around. Oh no, he's over there. He's, he's over there He's now. on top of my oh, uh, okay. my uh, dresser. Okay.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, it, 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 I was getting a, a bit uh, uh, worried there for a yes, while. Yes, he
1: was. He was beside me for a few nights, but then I kind of rolled over on him, and it and it kind of hurt me. Okay, because uh, he's kind of sharp. Because <laughs> it's an
0: action figure. <laughs> Anyway. No, so so Commander Pyre is there and and, and you see the reaction of Cass. Yeah. And and he goes, Oh, I'm like between a rock and a hard, hard place, place right so now true. <laughs> And he's trying to cover his face, and he's giving the back, and I'm like, "Holy crap, this is so uncomfortable." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what was
1: another funny, uncomfortable
0: moment. But
1: for Niku, it was when the two stunt <laughs> troopers come up to him, and he's
0: like, "Oh, oh um," uh, mm. <laughs> and he just keeps, "Oh, ah, uh, mm. <laughs> oh, ah." Uh, mm. <laughs> It's like he had no idea how to go about answering their questions. And that is funny. Not because of the oh, uh, um, mm, but the fact that this is Niku. This guy doesn't know when to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and to all of the sudden have absolutely nothing to say is unbelievably yeah, funny.
1: That was just so funny. Oh. Um, mm. <laughs> and then tam goes looking for them because she he- overhears that there's a nikdo putting together what she saw earlier she's like something's up had she found kaz and Niku in person the same way that ruckland found them, how do you think she would have reacted?
0: I'm pretty sure that she would have demonstrated some of that anger uh, that we know that she's she still holding yeah. to. But the moment that Cass tells her the reason they're there, it would have been the same reaction as when she heard it through the communication device. Right. When she says, I can't believe I'm doing, doing this. this. yeah.
1: But then I think... In seeing her in person and explaining that to her, I feel like
0: he would also offer his hand, like, come with us, come back home. I'm pretty sure. But then I think that at this point, it's still too early. She's still holding some resentment. Yeah. And that would have just made her resentment stronger, flare up. Flare up yeah. Yes. It's like adding yeah. salt to a wound, you oh, know? Oh, yes. Yes. I'm still sore. Please don't touch. Just go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Before I regret, regret it. it.
1: Yeah. One thing that I really liked about Cass being caught by Rucklin was when he starts to talk in that deep voice that he had. Yeah.
0: like, And I'm like, Cass Dude. Dude. <laughs> he knows <laughs> who you are. <laughs> There's no way that voice is going to disguise who you are.
1: Oh, man. It was so Especially
0: funny. when the first words were not in that voice. Yeah. They came after. Oh, Cass. And, you know, and and Cass tries to
1: appeal to his good side, you know, hoping that he'll understand that the Colossus is in danger. And that's when we really see Ruckland for who he is. And he tells them that that's what they
0: get for choosing the wrong side. you that done messed up. uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) At at that moment, I was like, you know what? Mm, No. I don't like you anymore. Uh, I don't <laughs> care what happens to you. Oh, no. I don't know. Because it just gives you that feeling that he he really doesn't care about nobody but himself. Mm-hmm. It actually gave me, it might not be a
1: great comparison, but it actually gave me a Kylo Ren vibe when he eliminates Snoke out of the picture and... Ray is offering him the opportunity to come with, and he refuses.
0: Yeah, because he he thinks he knows better. Yes, yes. And and what he wants is better. Yes, exactly. That just makes you full of yourself. Mm. And I like characters that even when they are not being the best... Mm-hmm. When they're not being good people or good characters, that at least they have that sense of, I'm not better than anybody else. I'm just me. At those moments when Ray asks Kylo to come with her, and with, when um, Cass is trying to appeal to Rockland, they choose to show superiority to. Their own beliefs. What I believe is better. What I know is better. What I want is better. And nothing else matters. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah, That's what it boils down to.
1: And then, of course, we know that Tam helps them out. She helps them escape. They get caught at one point by stormtroopers. And they're trying to look for their identification. Yeah. And Kaz does, I think, what is one of the sexiest things he's done in this show. And, you know, to be honest,
0: the sexiest thing that any character has done in a while. And you know why? Many out there will know what I'm talking about. John Wayne. Oh, got it. To me, John Wayne, one of the sexiest cowboys out there. (laughs) That walk, that talk, that look, Uh, that roughness. Interesting. Mm, I love watching John Wayne cowboy movies when I was a little girl. girl. So yeah, so I can imagine because that, that was a cowboy did, move. When he did that move, yes, that was really mm. awesome.
1: Hope who approached me over Twitter through DM, and she asked me something along the lines of, "Do you think that the previous episode with Kaz gaining confidence in himself, the remember the bad luck yeah. episode, and saying no, this is I'm taking over, mm. I'm not letting this bad luck." change me in this moment or define me and he gained that confidence and she asked whether that confidence played a part here and it certainly uh, did. Yeah,
0: that development of his character of who he is has to carry on and in this moment we see it. It was it was just yeah. superbly yeah. done. Yeah. Yes.
1: And I remember when I first saw it I was like
0: Oh guys we remember <laughs> remember in the uh, in the first season when he was with uh Paul and At the spur of the moment, he shoots the button that closes the door right right in the center, right where he... And it was a reaction, an instinct kind of thing. And one of the things that I say is that he has good instincts. Right. At the moment when he needs it, it's going to come up. But he was always scared and anxious. Exactly. In this one, we see it was nature. It was sort of like, this is what is happening. Right. He made that decision, that movement, and he shows his growth. So true. And
1: even in that shot at the very... When they were trying to escape and he shoots the tank or whatever it was. And I was like, oh my gosh, another great shot. Kaz, where did this come from? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's because he's probably been practicing. Yeah, he... I like to think that Sonara's been helping him with his sharpshooting skills. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> yeah, and she is totally, again, oblivious to to his like... Ah, oh,
0: Senara. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how they haven't really touched on that. It may be that that is no longer there because situation has changed. Oh yeah, things changed. A- and that's the thing. When you give time, and that's another another lesson in in the whole thing that is right there. When you give time, For relationships to develop, they may end up developing in something that is totally different to what you thought in the beginning. It's like Ezra and Sabine. Ezra
1: totally had a crush on her first season. And then it transforms into a friendship. I trust you, you trust me, we rely on each other, we watch each other's backs. Like That was the most beautiful thing to me because it wasn't obvious. But there were hints that obviously he cares about her. But it
0: wasn't so
1: overt oh
0: and and overwhelming that it affected whatever choices he made yeah yeah
1: yeah although there was one there was that one episode the sky strike academy episode with wedge where ezra didn't want to leave her behind and Kanan's like do you trust her or something along those lines he's like yes i do and uh, but
0: then he was still learning
1: yes this is true this is true oh god i ship them so much they're so good
0: (laughs) so be fine
1: ezra (laughs) <laughs> Where's Ezra? Where's Ezra? But anyway, it's funny how uh, how eventually Pyre does recognize Kaz, and you know he exclaims Ziano, and and I love puns. He goes, he just comes out of nowhere from the back saying, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> And it was so funny because I think I've mentioned this story before on the show, but there was one time when I was walking with a group of friends from New York Comic Con to a place where we were going to go eat. The particular individuals that I was walking with were Justin, Justin Bolger, my friend Mike, Tom from Delray, and John Jackson Miller, who's an author of a, of several Star Wars books and um, A New Dawn in particular. And so we're walking and it's raining. It's hard to see where everyone is. Tom, at one point, asks us, me, Justin, and Mike, where's John? And Mike, knowing that we all left together, he goes, who? (laughs) (laughs) And we laughed about it so hard because it's like, john jackson miller (laughs) he's like who but it wasn't because he didn't know who it was it's just that he didn't understand what he said or what name he said so he's like who (laughs) and the way that huck said it was exactly the way mike
0: said it it was just so funny (laughs) I like that with Pyre in the picture. Uh, wh- what I love, what, and I had to do a double take, was if we go back to a prior scene when Oh yeah, Cass is approaching Niku and he says, we have another problem. I swear, I had to rewind and listen a second time because I... Thought he said, Our girlfriend is here. Oh, yes. And what he said instead was, Gold friend is here. Our gold friend. Our gold friend is here. Yeah, that's right. But for a split second, did he say girlfriend?
1: (laughs) That's funny. And I think I pretty much said, What? (laughs) When you asked girlfriend, I was like, What?
0: What? Um, no, but, yeah. but it's that girlfriend, gold Goldie. Yes, that's right.
1: cb 23 uh, was all kinds of awesome. Again, once again, she proves to be the best. Oh, I love the paint job. I know. Like, it was so really, chopper. Uh, yeah. Like <laughs> chopper in Star Wars Rebels, <laughs> where you can tell he's still orange. orange. It was so funny. And you knew she was still red right yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but she did so well against uh, those two rollies. Oh, she mm. took them both. Yes. Mm. It was beautiful. Beautiful.
0: CB! Queen!
1: <laughs> and eventually Pyre ends up losing Kazuda and uh, Niku and CB. Hux is very adamant about having to find them and just ending them once and for all.
0: I, I love the way he just... It's like, no matter whether, how many times he loses... Pyre? Pyre. Yeah. He just has this... this nonchalant exactly. way about it it's of no consequence don't yeah. worry about it it's like, just i love it i like, love it's, it, it. It's, that's just who he is it's every nothing, time nothing gets this guy it,
1: he's never phased and i'm i'm very curious if something happens to him down the line in these final episodes and he actually does get phased by it or something where he's like not as cool about it as he usually
0: is and he just looks, and he stays so calm in front of Hawks, who's screaming yeah. <laughs> mad, and he says, no, it's not of no consequence. It like, doesn't matter. <laughs> and he contacts Tyranny, mm-hmm.
1: and Tyranny believes that Tam will help them destroy the Colossus, which is far from... Yeah, the because they,
0: they, they're under the assumption that she was with Rockland and that they both were working to give them up. Yes. They yeah. don't know what really transpires. Right. So she believes. And I would like to see that. That's one of the things that I'm looking forward to, the moment that Tierney realizes that she made a mistake. Oh that, that she, would be interesting. That that she Mitch Judge Tamara yes that would be interesting and I would love to
1: see Pyre rubbing it in, in her face yes. because he said we need to condition her
0: Yeah, I can't wait for that moment I need that moment <laughs> people I need that
1: moment <laughs> that's really interesting I would love to see that happen. And ultimately, you know, Tam and Rockland end up going back. And she doesn't look as enthusiastic about things as she was before. No.
0: Because, you know, it's it slowly is starting to... The things that she sees happening as, are starting to ship that anger that was permeating everything. Right. And her choices and everything in in her life. So, slowly but surely, you know.
1: It's interesting too that the word that she said was desperate before putting on the. But
0: the tone in which. The the
1: tone in which it was said. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah.
0: Okay. Desperate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, obviously there was no anger there. But when she said that word, it got me thinking about what she's thinking about in that moment. Yeah. The Colossus, the people there are desperate. And that's essentially why they ended up in the situation that they were in in the season one finale. They were desperate to get the First Order out, they were desperate to warn the resistance about the First Order's plans. And and Yeager and Kaz, they were desperate to make sure that his secret wasn't revealed to anyone for his safety and for everyone else's safety. Tam reacted to that. Yeah. desperation in a bad way because it affected her negatively. So for her to say that word in the way that she did, it's like the anger just dissipated yeah. in that moment. So yeah, that was very interesting to me that the choice of word there and just the way that she said it before putting on the the helmet, which is what she ended up choosing yep. at the end of season one, the first order. So it was like a very symbolic moment of what previously happened. And now I'm curious to see what happens next. Yeah. We're down to like the last seven
0: or so episodes. Uh, I, I can't wait, I, I, and I and I hope that the episodes just keep going on like this. Yeah, way yeah, and yeah. Just keep advancing the plot and the moment at which everything is gonna, you right. know.
1: And this is and this episode is pretty much representative of what I've been wanting because this was the perfect way to combine the first order see it a bit from Tam's perspective, but also have them acquire something that the Colossus desperately needed, which is what they've been doing so far, getting stuff that the Colossus needs. But sometimes it was done in a way where it didn't involve the First Order at all. And sometimes there might not have been... Some obvious character development, which is what I've also been asking about. Like, where's all the the Ace Squadron stuff that we've been asking about? So this episode, I thought, did a great job of highlighting the First Order, Tam side of it, getting stuff for the Colossus, and pushing things forward, and making it... So now that Pyre and Tyranny really have to crack down on getting the the Colossus. Colossus.
0: I just wish this happened sooner, like earlier in the season. And we know where some of our our characters are standing. Yeah. And where they're going to be standing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Mm -hmm. I wish we could have seen
1: more of that, that combination. I'm trusting
0: that we get delivered.
1: Yes, yes. I'm hoping we'll get that. But yeah, we'll have to wait and see. And so, moving into listener thoughts and questions. So Jennifer said, Heck yeah! More First Order! More Gallic! She's my favorite First Order officer after Von Reich. Speaking of which... When she goes, she better have a better send-off than Von Rag. So true. And oh my gosh, I was all right with General Hux in the movies, but I loved him in this episode. The part where he's speaking about snuffing the last of the... Resi- and then the alarm cuts off. That's right. <laughs> she says, Haha, oh man, I don't know about anyone else, but I found that part hilarious. And I feel like that could have belonged on the big screen. yeah. Yeah.
0: What is going on yeah. here?
1: <laughs> that was hilarious. And it really felt like what Jennifer said. It could have been on screen because it reminded me of that moment at the beginning of The Last Jedi with Poe and Hux. Like, can I speak to General Hugs, please? <laughs>
0: yeah. And Hux is one of those characters that they have captured him so well in animated form. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, it, you know, it's like... There's no distinction yeah. between the live action and the animated one. They're the same. Yeah, they really captured <laughs> him well. well.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jennifer also said, I'm pretty sure it's plot armor, but I don't think the First Order would employ an alien species like a Nikto on board their stations. Not to say they don't n- not work with alien species. Von Reg Pyre worked out a bargain with the pirates, all of which are alien a- species. And in the comics, Marnia... Unlana, a Twi'lek racer is a First Order informant tasked with sending secret information to Major Von Reich on the Colossus just without plot armor at least Kaz and Niku would not have made it far into the Titan that's true, I was thinking about that because that's that's who the First Order represents they represent that mentality where they discriminate against certain species and that's what we see actually in that episode where they were rounding up what looked to be just non-human characters, like on Z and Hype and putting them in those containers and shipping them off to who knows where. So yeah, I, I can see why uh, Niku wouldn't have necessarily fit in, but I kind of worked it out in my head as maybe they're not paying him, maybe he's just like a, a... A slave kind of... slave kind of situation going on. And so, final thoughts. So the orange vests weren't based on Matt, the radar technician, Yes. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, they were. were, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's Sabine when you need her? CB's paint was passable, but not that great. But it's yeah. funny though because <laughs> Choppers, Choppers wasn't that great no, either. either. Oh, actually, Choppers wasn't that great in season one, but later on, it gets actually better with time. <laughs> And lastly, she said, I think I was the only one yelling at the screen for Tam not to open the blast doors. Oh, wow. That would have been interesting. That would have sucked big time, though, because they would not have been able to get out and the Colossus would have. That's the end of the series. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, so that's it. So next week, we'll discuss the episode, The Missing Agent.
0: So Mommy where can listeners find you Listeners can find me at Hubian 214 yes
1: on Twitters yeah on the Twitter yes that's
0: right the bird app on the Twitter yes. <laughs> and listeners can
1: also find Geeky Bubble on Twitter by searching for at Geeky Bubble Pod and me with the handle at Blue J guys. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so by emailing geekybubblepod at gmail.com. Last but certainly not least, if you haven't done so already, please follow our podcast network on Twitter by searching for at We Are Escape Pods and tune into Unmistakably Star Wars Sky Talkers Podcast and Friends of the Force Podcast for more Star Wars news and discussion.
0: And may the Force be with you always.